When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Raider Nation, what's going on? You're watching the Raiders Report. It's Mitchell Renz here from Chat Sports. And coming up on today's show, we're going to talk about the wide receiver that had a visit with the Silver and Black on Monday. Josh Jacobs drama. It continues to ramp up. Should the Raiders be nervous? Shouldn't Raider Nation be nervous? Should Josh Jacobs be nervous? We'll talk about it. And then James Robinson was just released by the New England Patriots. Could he potentially be coming to Las Vegas? A source has said that, hey, they could potentially see it happening. So let's talk about the wide receiver that had a visit with the Las Vegas Raiders on Monday. And some of y'all are going to have no idea who this is. So I'll tell you who he is. We'll break it down a little bit. But they hosted Todd Simmons for a visit on Monday. And he's been training with former NFL wide receiver Torrey Smith and quarterback Cam Newton. What is the one thing that I always say when you look at McDaniels and Ziegler? There has to be a connection somewhere. And I'm going to assume that a quarterback that McDaniels and Ziegler previously had in 2020 is working with a receiver, and that's the connection for why they potentially went out and looked at Simmons. Now, Simmons has elite speed and quickness. I know that there's a lot of y'all wondering, like, man, another wide receiver. He would be a little bit more of a special teams type of player. But this Raiders team is looking for certain players that have not only that burst, not only have that vertical threat, but have that short agility quickness, which is exactly what Todd Simmons has. Now, if you don't know, he ran at his pro day, which was a 4.37 40-yard dash. And a lot of times pro day numbers can be juiced, but even if this number is juiced a little bit, Anytime you can get a receiver that can run in the four threes, low four fours, I mean, that's some pretty impressive speed. The vertical jump of 42 inches, very impressive. And then probably the most impressive metric out of all of these, because when I look at Todd Simmons in terms of what type of receiver would he be in the NFL, he'd be a slot receiver. So I want short area quickness, and that 4-11 three-cone drill is unbelievable to me. He is 23 years old. He is 6'1", 195 pounds, and the reason why not a lot of people have heard about him is because he has had to transfer from so many different schools, small school guy, and in the 16 games that he played in college, he had 78 grabs, 1,031 yards, 13.2 average, and then seven touchdowns. So his career numbers from a college standpoint, from bouncing around here and there, like, it's, there's not a lot of info on this dude. But at the end of the day, I want you all to look at the speed. 
I want y'all to look at the quickness, and I want y'all to think about, okay, the Raiders went out and they got a DeAndre Carter. They went out and drafted a Trey Tucker. All of those players have similar traits. They want players that can do, honestly, some game-breaking type of shit. So what I want you all to remember is that never miss a moment. And if you subscribe for free Raiders videos, I promise you this, it's going to be worth every single penny. Turn on the notifications. That way, when the Raiders make a move, you don't miss it. Videos every single day, live at least twice a week, Tuesday, Friday. Friday is 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific for Raiders Friday Happy Hour. And... In the month of June, we're giving shout-outs to all the new subs. So if you've never subscribed before, click the subscribe button now. You get a shout-out potentially here on the show. Shout-out to Luis, Crew Rock, H20, Baby Chang, go, Max Raider 2, Rayland Villa. I salute all of y'all. And if you are one of our loyal subscribers, take that link. Send it to some diehard Raider fans. We're trying to get to 138,000 subs by the end of the month of June. So my take when you really think about this whole thing with Simmons is the Raiders are already deep at wide receiver. We know that. Like, we can sit up here and think about every single position group, running back, tight end, wide receiver, offensive line. There's going to be some people out there that make the argument that as it stands right now, wide receiver is arguably the deepest position that the silver and black have. Now, I do not think it makes a lot of sense to bring him in and to sign him because of all those reasons I just listed. But you know what? I will 100% root for Simmons, an underdog story, to make an NFL roster, and every single person should. But more and more when you bring in these type of players, I mean, I'm sorry. The trade rumors around Hunter Renfro are going to continue to grow. Why are they going to grow? Well, you drafted Trey Tucker, you signed DeAndre Carter, Jacoby Myers' his entire career has worked predominantly out of the slot, and... Renfro is a good player, but if you move on from him, you can save $11.3 million. And then something that happened today, which, you know, it's not really Raiders related, but the New Orleans Saints, their top slot receiver, Rashid Shahid, he left practice today with a groin injury, and they expect him back at training camp. I mean, think about how often we talk about, okay, all it takes is for one injury to happen. It's a groin. It sounds like he's going to be okay. But what if the injury keeps on flaring up? The New Orleans Saints have always been the number one team. Derek Carr and Hunter Renfro were talking this weekend, liking each other's posts, that, hey, if the Saints had an injury to their slot receiver, Renfro could be a guy to keep in mind. So the trade rumors will continue to circulate around number 13. If y'all don't already know, we had a Hot Wings eating contest this weekend. We raised over 2000 $500 for the Greater Youth Sports Charity. Shout out to Jermaine Illuminor, Colton Miller for participating as well. If you haven't already seen it, go check out the video. The link's going to be available for you guys down in the comments and in the description of today's show. Let's now talk about the latest going on around the Raiders star running back, Josh Jacobs. There is no new information in terms of, does he want a contract extension? That remains yes. But the reason why we are discussing number eight is because he tweeted over the weekend, sometimes it's not about you. We got to do it for the ones after us. Now, there's been reports out there that Jacobs and Saquon Barkley are looking for somewhere around $15 million a year. And the reason why that's the number being thrown out, you got Chris McCaffrey making 16. The next closest running back to him is making 15. And then after that, there's a drop off because... Well, Dalvin Cook, he just got released. But because Dalvin Cook got released, you see Saquon Barkley carrying a chip on his shoulder. And you're looking at a lot of these running backs that are like, 
man, I can't even get paid, and I just came off a season with over 2,000 yards. $10.09 million is still a good value considering the fact that he's going to be on the franchise tag, but at the end of the day, people are making a lot out of nothing. I mean, I thought it was funny that Jacobs, I posted a video of him on Twitter, squatting 550 pounds, looks like he's in shape, and everyone's like, oh no, he's doing it on a Titans logo. Well, newsflash, in high school, his mascot was the Titans, so it's not a Tennessee Titans logo, it was his high school. People are just creating stories. Everything that I understand right now is that Jacobs wants to be a Raider. And the Raiders want Josh Jacobs. It's just a, let's not press the panic button. Do I think that Josh is going to try to get paid? Of course I do. And he should, coming off the year that he had. So I do expect Jacobs to be on the Raiders this upcoming season, whether that be with a brand new extension or he's going to play on the franchise tag. This is a marketing slash this is a negotiation tactic that I'm sure Jacobs is trying to do, that his agent is trying to do, and they absolutely should. Why? If his agent wasn't doing it, Josh should go out and look for a brand new guy. I am very confident that Jacobs is going to be repping the silver and black this season. He's not going to be on another team. Dave Ziegler will work his contract magic like he's done so many times already. It might not be the exact deal that Jacobs wants. I do think it's going to be a lot more guaranteed money. I do think that they're going to try to backload it like you've seen with other deals like a Darren Waller, like a Derek Carr. They have front or they have backloaded deals where okay we'll give you more guaranteed money that's what it sounds like you want you lower the salary cap in the first year and then you make them earn some of the bigger numbers in the back half of the deals like that's literally how all the Raiders contracts have been structured by Dave Zigo. Darren Wallers was like that Devontae Adams is like that Chandler Jones is is was like that. Now they had to restructure because they had such a bad year, but that's how it's been. To me, this will continue to be how I would structure Josh Jacobs' contract extension if that's the only way he's playing. Like, if he's like, I want an extension, this is how I would do it. $8 million, so it's $2 million even less in 2023, but you're going to give him the $22.2 million guaranteed. Three years, 13.4, comes out to about $12.8 million over the, past th over the next three seasons. But in 2025, it's not guaranteed. So if you want to move on from him after 2025, you're able to do so. The reason why I also have it structured like this is because we know that McDaniels and Ziegler are going to be here. I'd imagine they're going to be here as well. And if I McDaniels and Ziegler don't work out, then it's easier for the new regime to be able to move on from a running back like Jacobs at 15.2 million. My question to the nation out there is this. Do you want the Raiders to extend Josh Jacobs? Give me a yes, or you can type your end for no down below. And this is a intriguing question because it's not a matter of does Jacobs deserve the money? Of course he deserves the money. He's coming off a 2,000 total yard season. The rushing king, he is the most important player, was the most important player on the Raiders offense last season. But it is the running back position. Could you invest that money in other areas? There's a lot of different scenarios that you could potentially look at. My answer in terms of the Raiders extending Jacobs, it's if it's the only way to keep him on this team, my answer is yes. Now, I will still continue to say the best thing for the Raiders is if he plays on the franchise tag because $10.1 million is a good salary for an RB in today's game. It is, whether you like to hear that or not, Josh. 
And then on top of that, they're able to get out of the deal next year if they want to be able to get out of it. Here's the thing, though. If the Raiders do plan on getting Josh that brand-new contract, they better do it before the Saquon Barkley deal happens because I'll tell you this. Yes, I get that Barkley was drafted earlier. I do think Barkley is a better pass catcher than Jacobs. But if you were to tell me if I was running an NFL organization which running back I'd be more willing to give a contract extension to, either a Saquon Barkley or a Josh Jacobs, I would give it to Josh Jacobs over Barkley. And if I'm Jacobs and Barkley gets that $15 million per year, I'm going up to the Raiders and said, well, hey, this was my offer. Now I want to get paid this. So if you really, truly want this guy on your team, you better get the deal done before Barkley because it's going to cost you extra money. I've seen arguments on social media that, Mitch, it doesn't make sense to extend Jacobs because look at the past Super Bowl winners, and not a lot of those teams have paid running backs, and you are 100% right. When you look at the past five Super Bowl champs, Chiefs, Rams, Buccaneers, Chiefs, and Patriots. Now, in terms of the leading rusher, so what I looked at is the leading rusher in terms of overall yards for all five of the past five Super Bowl champs, and here's who they were. In 2022, it was Isaiah Pacheco with the Chiefs. He made 890000 in terms of cap space. Sony Michelle, $1.8 million. Ronald Jones made $1.9 million in terms of cap space. Damian Williams, 1.7, and then Sony Michelle in 2018, 1.75, which is kind of the logic that a lot of these NFL teams are going with, where it's like, well, shit, if I can win a Super Bowl and I don't got to pay a running back a lot of money, why would I pay Josh Jacobs? The reason why that the Raiders should pay Josh Jacobs or need to have Josh Jacobs on the team in order to win the Super Bowl, it's, it's very simple, really. The Raiders don't have a Patrick Mahomes. The Raiders don't have... Tom Brady in his prime. You know, I mean, like, you don't have arguably the greatest quarterback of all time, and now you don't have the greatest quarterback in the NFL right now. Some of you are like, but hey, Matthew Stafford was able to win a Super Bowl. You are 100% correct. But you know what? <laughs> Do you know why that Matthew Stafford and the Rams won a Super Bowl? And, here, and here's the just prove it answer. It's because the Rams went out and they just said, F all the draft picks, we're going to go out and get stars. The Raiders didn't do that. The Raiders said, give me all the draft picks, and I'm not going to try to go out and break the bank for stars. Not every team has a Tom Brady. Not every team has a Patrick Mahomes. And I'm kind of getting sick and tired of these like cookie-cutter ideas in terms of this is exactly how you win a Super Bowl. If you have Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, and you have an elite quarterback, sure, you can win a Super Bowl like that. But here's the thing. If you don't have one of those elite quarterbacks and you're trying to groom a young quarterback and you're trying to keep a bad defense off the field, you know what's the easiest way to do it? <laughs> Pounding the rock and keeping that clock going. So the Raiders, they don't have that elite quarterback. And they haven't traded for stars. Jacobs is important for the Las Vegas Raiders in 2023 and in 2024 if they are trying to win. Because if you do Try to convince that the nation that Jimmy Garoppolo is your quarterback this season. He needs a running game. If you're trying to say, okay, well, no matter what, it could be Aiden O'Connell next year. Or if we're really bad, then we might have to go draft a young quarterback. If it's Aiden O'Connell, he's going to need a Josh Jacobs. If it's a young quarterback, they're going to need a Josh Jacobs. Like, you go from having arguably one of the best running games in the National Football League to very league average. If McDaniels and Ziegler's are trying to win, you need to make sure that Jacobs is on your sideline in 2023 and 2024, which is why I do think it could make some sense 
to give him a little bit bigger of a deal slash give him that contract extension with some guaranteed money. Coming up next here on the show, a running back that the Raiders could potentially be interested in. I think one of the best in the business, Raider Scout on IG, and he had some interesting things to say on Twitter, which I'll show you what he said about a running back. But first, I want to give a shout out to some people, part of the Nota Gang. I dropped a video on June 8th, and here were the first five people that were down in the comment section. Isaac Hernandez, Raider Sancho Jr., Brandon, and then D. I Really appreciate the fact that y'all take pride in trying to be one of the very first commenters on our video. It helps out the channel. And for all y'all that are like, wait, how can I be a part of the Nodi gang? Turn on your notifications right now after you hit that subscribe button and be one of the very first people to comment on a Raiders Report video. Let's go to the next story here on the Raiders Report. And it's around free agent running back James Robinson. So Scout on Twitter said, I just have a feeling Robinson ends up in Vegas. Now, is he reporting that the Raiders are interested in Robinson? No, it's just more of a gut feeling. He did say this before Robinson cleared waivers, which now we know at the time that I'm making this video that Robinson did clear, uh, clear waivers, and he is free to sign with literally anyone. The reason why that we're even talking about this is because the Josh Jacobs rumors continue to go, right? And if Jacobs does truly want to go out there and break the bank. I don't see Ziegler, and I don't see McDaniels trying to do that. The fact that they're already having him here on the franchise tag goes against a lot of the things that they have done with their previous regime. Robinson, though, the fact that he was released by the New England Patriots, which instantly sparks a lot of people's attention, but remember, he never played with McDaniels or Ziegler, which also is very interesting is, it's just three months after signing with the New England Patriots during free agency. From a career standpoint, last season, he played with a little bit with the Jets, Jags, 110 carries, 425 yards, three touchdowns. In 2021, before his serious Achilles injury, 164 carries, 767 yards, eight touchdowns. 2020, man, James Robinson, you could have made the argument was probably, I'd make, I'd have to go back and look. I would imagine that the people who won their fantasy football titles in 2020, the number one running back on those teams was Robinson. I mean, 240 carries, over 1,000 yards, seven touchdowns for the UDFA running back. My question out there is this. Show the Raiders, go sign James Robinson. I want you to type S for sign, or I want you to type P for pass. Like, there are people throwing out the Dalvin Cook rumors, which if you remember months ago, or a month ago, I'll say, we were talking about that. As long as Josh has not signed his franchise tag tender, and as long as, you know, you got to give Josh some credit, man. He is a cryptic tweeter, Instagram post. He just fuels the fire. But until that is decided, these rumors are going to continue to pop up. In terms of James Robinson, I do not think that the Raiders should go out and sign him. This team has plenty of depth at the running back position. And you can say that Robinson could be an upgrade over some of these guys. I agree. But you're not really trying to replace Jacobs. Here's the breaking news. You aren't going to replace him. They're just simply going to go with a running back by committee. So I'm going to look at Zamir White. I'm going to look at an Amir Abdullah. I'm going to look at a Brenton Brown, Sincere McCormick. These are the backs that I would look at to take on a little bit of an extra load. And if Josh, for some reason, isn't around, Zamir White's getting 200 carries. You can almost lock and load, get it going. The other reason why I'm not going to do it is this. Since tearing his Achilles in 2021, it's not the same running back. And it sucks to say that because this young man was having... A pretty incredible story, being a UDFA, 
then getting on the field, having a really solid season, having a good year in 2021 on top of that, and then the Achilles injury happened. And then the other thing, if you don't think that McDaniels and Ziegler are going to be like, hey, New England, why did you cut this guy three months after signing him? I don't think it's the answer that if you really wanted a player, you wanted to hear. So the fact that New England cut him, I just don't see why James Robinson makes any sense for the silver and black. If you want some other replacements, I did drop a video, and you know what? We're going to put this video down in the comments section and in the description of today's video when you go out and see it on a later date. It's the top 10 running backs that if, for whatever reason, worst case scenario, Jacob says, nah, either give me my deal or trade me. These are the players that you could look at. I'm going to tell you right now, it's not a sexy list. <laughs> like, like You're not going to replace number eight. It's not that easy. But if you want an extra idea of some other Jacobs replacements, please go check them out.